Hello, and welcome to The Bright Podcast. We're building and refining individuals through education is our mission. I'm Jamie Burno. And I'm Stephanie Burno. We are a husband and wife team that is passionate about bringing you the latest information when it comes to health, fitness, and personal growth. So sit back, relax, and get ready to be inspired. This podcast is brought to you by Burno Bodies. We offer cutting-edge strength training online programs and customized nutrition plans to help you succeed with your fitness goals. Check us out at burnobodies.com to get started today. Hello, everybody, and thanks again for tuning in to the Bright Podcast. We appreciate your support. If you haven't done so already, please subscribe to the Bright Podcast. And make sure to share it with your friends and loved ones because we just want to make the world a little bit brighter, make it a big, huge, bright place. Yes, we really appreciate your support. And speaking of support, today we are talking about the importance of having a support system. And supporting your spouse and your significant other. Yeah, your biggest support system is usually the one that you trust the most. It's going to be the one closest to you, and if you're married, 99% of the time it's going to be your spouse. You know, it's the one you rely on as your support system, they're your backup, your sounding board, your ride or die. Your shoulder to lean on, someone who's got your back, also your cuddle buddy. That's right. So, why is it important to have support So research has proved that having a support system has a lot of positive benefits, such as having higher levels of well-being, having better coping skills, just having longevity, and having a healthier life. Studies have also shown that social support can reduce depression, anxiety, and the major goal of having a support system is to decrease stress. Yes, absolutely. Uh, You know, you want someone in your corner that's going to give you feedback, uh, whether they're a a mentor, a a cheerleader, you know, a teammate that's going to help you push forward uh, with something that you may want to accomplish. I love supporting Jamie so much, and that's something that we kind of learned, kind of fell into Um, We'll go into more of that in a little bit, but I, in my vows to Jamie, I seriously said that I will be your biggest cheerleader and your fiercest coach because I believe in being a supporter for him in the good and the bad, no matter what, I've definitely got his back. Yes, you do. And I appreciate you having my back. Um, You know... A lot of us have dreams and desires and goals we want to achieve in our lives. So when we have an idea that we think is great, usually the first thing we do is we bring it up to our our spouse, our loved one. And uh, if your loved one uh, might have negative feelings about that idea, whether they think it's crazy or something that seems impossible, it's usually about how they feel if that task uh, was something they may not be able to handle themselves. So 
in order to be a great supporter of their ideas, they should take into consideration whether the other half really has their heart set on this and whether they can realistically accomplish this goal themselves. And if not, you know, as a supporter, they could help even draft up ideas that would further them along to make their dream a reality. So a perfect example of this and real life, live in action example of this happening right before your very ears is that Jamie came to me with this idea the beginning of January. He said, want to do some skydiving? And he has his heart out on being certified. And I do not like heights. I'm terrified of heights. This is not something that I have in my heart to do. However, I know that that's my own feelings towards that. And I have to put those aside in order to support him. And that's not fair to put my own feelings, my own personal perception of skydiving, becoming certified and everything that entails. I can't put that on him because that's not fair to him. Speaking of that, we were supposed to go last Thursday on Valentine's Day, but that was canceled because the one day that we scheduled it for happened to rain. So we had to postpone that. So no results to share with you guys as far as our skydiving adventure. But as soon as we do next week, we'll let you know about it. Like seriously, Arizona, like the one day we want to go. The funny thing is, so we rescheduled for this week and we think it's going to rain. Again. Again. Like, what is happening? Anyways, back to this. <laughs> so, we, Jamie comes to me with this idea. I think it's crazy. However, I feel like I need to support him in this. And this is something that, like, sets his heart on fire. And this is something that is, it's not going to be negative in any way. Like, the only negative part of this is, He's going to spend time away from me, which that's not even negative. That's positive because we need to be able to be separate people and together. Like he doesn't need to be around me 24 seven. Yeah. So this started as like a dream, you know, a thought. And then it's something that I looked into and it's something different for me, something I wanted to accomplish as a goal. So of course, you know, I tell her, Hey, look, this is what I want to do. What do you think? And, you know, without question, you said absolutely, you know, because that's just how you are. You're very supportive. There has been a time in our relationship pretty early on that I was not supportive. I was actually trying to almost, dare I say, sabotage you. Um, Pretty early in our relationship, Jamie was very big into fitness and I was not. I wanted nothing to do with fitness. Going to the gym wasn't my thing. And Jamie would go religiously to the gym every day. And I wanted nothing to do with that. And I would get really upset when he would go to the gym because that's time that he could be spending with me. And instead, he's going to spend that at the gym with himself. And I don't know when that shifted I think gradually over time, I just figured out, look, if I want to spend time with him, 
I better go to the gym with him. Yeah, and not only did you support me eventually, but it became something I supported you with because it, it became both a passion of ours and eventually grew into owning our own personal training business. Exactly. And and now we kind of hear it from other people that, you know, want help with the health and fitness. Um, we've had clients, potential clients that um, will they'll start to sign up and then they'll always, or some of them will be like, well, let me ask the boss uh, what she thinks or uh, whether I have her support on this. That, that just, that kills me um, when, when people say, well, I need to run it through and, and make sure I, I, it's okay. I mean, obviously we want you to, and feel like it's important to have your spouse and be on the same page and like say, Hey, this is something I want to do. But at the same time, you shouldn't put that all on your spouse. Right. I mean, it's, it's good to have some feedback from your spouse, but if, if it's a dream that you really want to accomplish, you, I don't think you should allow them to let them be a dream killer. Ooh, a dream killer. That was good. Yeah. And then, and sometimes people will start off, uh, you know, as clients and then they end up failing just because they complain that they're not having the support from their loved one, which is really disheartening. So what can you do if you're not feeling supported by your loved one? Well, what's going to happen is if you're not supporting your loved one, they are going to seek out that support from someone else. So it's kind of up to you. Do you want to be that supporting person or do you want them to find that in somebody else? Yeah, you know, if if their spouse shoots down an idea without taking these things into consideration, they're ultimately killing their, their dreams and the possibility of their other half growing and achieving something great um, that could be better for both of them. And not being supported by your spouse when it comes to fulfilling your dreams can be crushing and it could lead to resentment later and then um, they'll end up dismissing other great ideas so they may never come to fruition. And I think that when you're not actively supporting your spouse, there's going to be with that resentment, there's going to be like drifting apart you're not going to want to openly communicate because if you're shooting down every single idea that I have why am I going to talk to you about these ideas or hopes and dreams or anything that has to do with me because you're just shooting down and not supporting the things that I want to do yeah that's just a, a huge part of marriage is being that support system and you know, being that mentor or just being a, a, a good listener, you know, and one thing that I love about you is a lot of times you, you support me in just about every vision, idea and goals that I set out for myself. Um, you, you would think after getting ne nearly killed in a motorcycle accident six years ago, yesterday was my six year anniversary. <laughs> you would be against me getting back on that bike and there was nothing more that I wanted than to go back to work on a motorcycle after nearly dying and uh, you supported me a hundred percent, you know, you, without a doubt, you're like, okay, if that's what you want to do. And, um, you know, that's one major reason why I decided to put a ring on your finger because you were always just so supportive of me. 
You can't make me cry on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) That's very real. Um, You know, obviously yesterday, like you said, was a six-year anniversary. So this is still very raw in our hearts. Um, It seems like just yesterday that we are going through this. And um, my voice is shaking because I'm trying not to cry. This is like so huge. Um, This was a very huge turning point in our supporting for each other at this time in our relationship we had been like supporting each other going to the gym um but outside of that there wasn't the same level of support so obviously he gets in this major accident he was unable to walk do anything for weeks he was in the hospital for almost two full weeks And that is hard. And coming out of this, you know, four months later, he wanted nothing more than to get back on that bike, that motorcycle. People, you know, would come to me, you're not going to let him get back on that motorcycle, are you? And honestly, I just felt like if God didn't take him at that point already, then who am I to stop Jamie from doing the things that he loves and this is what he loves this is a passion and I'm not gonna squash this like we've already walked down this really hard road we can get through anything and we did and we did and he got back on the bike and rode motorcycle for many years after that and I even rode the motorcycle with him because he had one at home a personal one and that was really nerve wracking for me. Like, I think I was more scared to get back on the bike than he was. Yeah. Not only would you support me like mentally and just listen, but you would do it with me, which makes you a really great supporter. So going back to the skydiving thing, I told him, look, if you want to go skydiving and get your certification, I just want to be there on your first jump. So that's why we're going skydiving. That's why I am putting my fears aside because I want to be there. I want to experience that thrill with him because I know that he is going to be like on cloud nine and so excited and so amped up. And I want to be there in that moment with him. Literally on cloud nine. (laughs) Well, falling through the clouds, but. Which I think it's awesome that we can support each other like this because obviously he knows my fears, but he's like pushing me to go beyond them. A few years back on our honeymoon, we went to Maui and we went zip lining. This goes back to the fear of heights, everyone. Oh yeah. I saw that, but you still did it. Yeah. I, we, it was fun. we walked over a few bridges. I literally like, um, was hands and knees crawling i remember that funny (laughs) oh yeah funny for you (laughs) even the guy like the tour guide the instructor was had a fear heights he ran across that bridge he couldn't look down yeah so i think that's part of being you know so fearlessly supportive of your spouse is doing those things right along with them and i want to change that these hard things that we've gone through because that's part of being supportive is not only supporting them in the good times, but also in the hard times as well. And 
like with me supporting you, um, I think pretty much daily um, is with your work. And sometimes you'll you'll come home and you'll talk about work and, and there'll be issues or problems that arise at work. And um, and for me to be a good supporter on this is, is just being um, empathetic and being a good listener. It doesn't always mean I need to come up with solutions for your problems. And, you know, that's going back to like the love languages that we talked about. Um, there was this couple where this lady would come home and talk about problems with work and the husband being like an analyst would, would come up with issue with uh, solutions. And then he would tell his wife, well, this is what you need to do. You need to do X, Y, Z. And, and then she would come back and, and say the same things. And then he would follow up and say, well, did you tell your boss to do this? Like I recommended. And she's like, no. And then, he says, well, I don't want to hear your problems in if you're not going to come up with any solutions. And that's not what she needed as a support system. She basically needed her husband just to be there and to listen, to be empathetic, and to be understanding. Which I think a lot of women specifically need that. I feel like more oftentimes the man in the relationship is trying to fix whatever problem and the woman's over here like, no, that's not what I actually need from you. And so if we look at this in like a five love language perspective of what someone might need, um, they could just need like words of encouragement or positivity. I know that there's been some recent times where I'm like, I don't think I can do this. I don't know why I'm doing this. Um, like just really self doubt creeps in. And what I need from you from Jamie is those words of encouragement, like you can do this, you have gone through, you know, hard times before you can do this again. It's in your blood, you know, whatever I need to hear um, to kind of get me through that hard point. Right. It's kind of like uh, how social support systems work, you know, like when you go to some sort of uh, support group, most of it is just talking and having other people listen because it's just part of uh, having that support of having people listening and it just it helps with de-stressing and helps with depression and anxiety, just getting it off your chest. It's good to just to talk about it and not keep things bottled in that are bothering you. I think part of that, too, is being able to um, listen and not take things personally. So if there's like a problem, um, like not taking that on personally. And Jamie does so well at this. Okay, if there is a something going on and I'm like, hey, here is some constructive criticism of you know, constructive feedback on something that needs to change. Jamie is so good at not taking that personally. Me, on the other hand, like I don't take that as easy as he does. Like I am definitely more someone who needs like the support and the kind words. And um, so it's just very different. Right. Yeah. I tend to be more of a, a better listener than coming up with um, solutions. I don't think it's always necessary to come up with solutions when people are kind of like venting. And um, like if people are going through hard times, let's say um, maybe they're grieving over someone they lost. 
and it kills me every time, but people think they need to come up with some positive words uh, to make them feel better, like they're in a better place or, you know, something like that. It's just human nature to try and turn things negative into positive, but that's not necessary. I don't think people need to hear that. I think it's just you need to listen, let them talk about whatever they want to talk about, and, you know, most you can do is just say you're sorry. That's just my opinion because a lot of times people just offer these empty words of advice, you know, like if you need anything, please, you know, let me know or stuff like that. So it's just being a good listener and not always having to come up with some sort of solution. I think being the listener goes perfectly into like the other love languages of, you know, being present and giving that quality time just by listening, you know, other things that you can do based off the five love languages. Obviously we love this book and we like already did a whole podcast on it and think that we can use this in any way. Um, but something you can do is like the, the touch, physical touch. Like sometimes you just need to need a hug or need that hand holding or that says so much. Sometimes it just a touch of the arm or a hug says way more than any words that you could ever say to someone. And especially when it's your spouse, I feel like that intimate connection of hand holding or hugging often says the words that you can't say. Um, other things, other ways you can support your spouse are with chores around the house. And that also goes into, um, the acts of service. (laughs) Thank you. Hello. That's my number one (laughs) love language. I'm still having a hard time. Okay. Let's not judge. (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, then if we talk about gifts, you could uh, do things like cards or flowers, something like that. Yeah, so having a support system is really important, you know, because everyone has issues and stress and problems. So it's just important that you're there for them. Um, my my work that I retired from, our department was really good about having uh, peer support. And most of the time it was just them coming out and listening and and not always having to come up with some solution. You know, it's just being a good listener it uh, it's so important that you know they they did studies on having this peer support system where like suicides decreased PTSD uh, there weren't as many issues with post traumatic stress syndrome uh, just by having this support group. One thing that is so huge is um, wives not supporting their husbands in hard jobs like police fire, things like that. I cannot tell you the amount of wives that are not supportive of their husbands. They're living in fear daily. They're very concerned about their husband losing their life, you know, X, Y, and Z, which I understand that. I I truly do. I am a police wife and I understand that. My husband almost just died, but not supporting them is not going to help them. That's really just going to drive a wedge between you. So you have to figure out 
how supporting them looks for both of you on both sides of that. And like I said earlier, if you're not supporting them, they will seek out support from somebody else because it is our nature, I believe, to want to be supported. And I think that's why you may have a lot of relationships that fail because they're seeking outside sources for support, whether that's emotionally and at some point that's going to turn physical if this wedge continues to divide you. Yeah, I agree. That's why it's important to be supportive that you have an open line of communication with each other and that you continue that uh, system. I have something else that I have to admit here live on the podcast. And one of the things is when you're supporting someone don't be jealous or threatened by their accomplishments. This is huge for me because this is hard for me. Okay. Um, I am very supportive of Jamie, but sometimes I get jealous when he does the thing that I want to do and I'm working so hard. Okay. For instance, I have been working so hard in my fitness And then last year, Jamie killed it here in Arizona. He won multiple titles and just like totally blew it out of the water. And it was kind of hard for me not to be jealous or angry or mostly threatened by his accomplishments because a part of me feels like if Jamie gets so amazing, he's not going to need me anymore. Like, If he is so awesome, why would he want me? So that fear of being threatened by the fact that he's amazing and I'm still over here growing, that is something that does not show support. Well, um, I appreciate that, but um, you got to understand, I couldn't have done it without your support. And um, we're both on the same team. And I think that's something that I see is like, if you accomplish something, you know, I, I, I feel maybe a little different. I feel more proud of you. It's like we're doing it together. Yeah. So instead of having those thoughts, you gotta, you gotta see that you're both doing it together. Supporting them in their growth is huge. So if somebody wants to grow You have the choice. You can grow with them or you can keep trying to block them. So if we go back to these uh, people who maybe are in a diet and they're not getting that support from their spouse, they can continue to grow and develop and their spouse, that's now on them. So if you're not getting the support from your spouse, just keep growing And eventually, I think that over time, your spouse will, if given the opportunity, will get on board. um, And it's taking the opportunity to grow together. I think that's one thing that we've done fairly well in more recent times is taking the opportunity to grow together. I think there's some aspects where I really want to grow and I maybe don't feel that support from you. So I just kind of do it on my own. And then over time, you've taken that opportunity to grow with me and for us to actually grow together. 
Yeah, I think that's very important that um, we're both growing together, we're both evolving, we're both supporting each other. It's important for you to grow together. Like if you think of a vine, um, if a vine is kind of intertwining, if there's two vines that are intertwining each other, it kind of makes that rope vine thicker and harder to get rid of because they're intertwined together. They're growing together as opposed to like maybe just like one vine that's pretty easy to get rid of but if you have these two intertwining vines growing together getting strengthened by each other that's really where it is i like that i consider us two strong vines as one and it really is about supporting the other person even if you think their dreams might be a little bit crazy there's been some crazy ideas that have been thrown around in this household from time to time. At one point, I really wanted to do a house project, and Jamie thought it was crazy. Turns out, three years later, I was right all along, and my idea wasn't so crazy. And now we have a beautiful closet. <laughs> okay, I'll give you the credit on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I think that... It's super valuable to continue to support your spouse and not think every idea that they have is crazy and to really take into consideration your own personal feelings towards the thing. Um, It's not about you. (laughs) It's about the other person and their growth and their journey. And you are really there to help them with their growth and their journey Obviously, if it's something that's going to cause harm to that person, physically, emotionally, whatever, we're not asking you to support that. But if it's something that is going to help this person be a better person or it's something enjoyable, like maybe I want to be a better painter, that's something that is positive and is beneficial to me as a human. It's not going to hurt So it's important that Jamie supports me in that. Yeah, it's good to offer, you know, your feedback. And maybe if there are some negative things you're feeling, you could always say, well, just to play devil's advocate, you know, certain things could happen here. So as long as you're okay with that, you know, I'm okay with that. We can do this together. I mean, I definitely joke around like, hey, look, if you get hurt skydiving, Um, I'm not going to take care of you. Just kidding. Okay. I obviously am going to take care of you, but I'm not going to do it with a smile. (laughs) It's not going to (laughs) happen. So I will end this on one quote. I, I love is that if you are both on the same path, you will get to your destination twice as fast. Thanks for listening to another episode of Bright. Continue to support each other and love each other. You guys take care.